durchdringt Traurigkeit, verfolgt mich bis in die Nacht das Mondlicht, das nun nur komisch hat, denn es spiegelt meine Seele. Dieser Schmerz, dass mein Körper niedergeht, zittern, versuch ich wieder aufzustehen.
welcome to Gensokyo Radio Live number 76 tonight. It is January 19th, 2019, the first show of the year. And with that, we've got a couple of people on with me tonight. I am Lunar, I'm joined by co-host Zara, and we have a special guest with us tonight from Blossom Nightfall, also a vocalist on her own circle, plus Frozen Starfall. It is Saucy. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. New year, new show. New year, new show. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Thanks everyone for joining us. If you are online, you can join the conversation by going to discord.gg gr. We are partnered on Discord and it's a super easy link to get there by. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Last month we had C95, so there's new music around the corner. I don't think we have any of that when playing tonight, but uh, it usually takes uh, about a month or two to get that. Um, Zara, have you heard anything about that one? It takes about a month for me to do my job, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Even so, we do have some music that hasn't played on here before, obviously, uh, we've got some stuff coming in from Blossom Nightfall, I just, uh, went on a limb and bought the entire discography before the show, basically. Um, there's also another circle out there that released something before C95, and that was a digital release, so I picked that one up, uh, we'll talk more about that later on in the show here, and then, uh, yeah, we've... There's some other cool things that happened in between the last show and this one. Uh, last weekend, there was the third Toho Game Jam. That is a 72-hour game jam where a bunch of people go in and create a bunch of different fan games. And it's set to a certain theme. Uh, this year's theme was Life and Death. There were 32 fan games created. And a lot of people have played those. Um, you can go out there, check them out, rate them. Well, again, we'll talk more about this in detail later on. Uh, so yeah, um, but Saucy here is a vocalist, and man, I've, I mean, I've heard your voice for what, like the last couple years or few years? How long have you been doing, uh, this for? Mm, I think I started singing when I was a little child. <laughs> um, I started YouTube with, uh, at the age of... 12? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so it was... Oh, I need... Nine years ago. Okay. I'm very wow. bad at maths. No, that's a, that long, does, that's a long time. That yeah. does tend to be the trend with a lot of, like, the um, popular YouTube people, is that it, it you don't just start out and immediately get it, right? It takes a long... It takes a long time. Yeah. Um, but that's right. I don't think... I mean, I think technically you have to be at least 13 to use U YouTube, um, but, you know. <laughs> we break the rules. Technically. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the past, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into the nitty-gritty, the details here. Um, we were trying to check on DMJ a little bit, but um, he's had some interesting internet issues. Uh, not too much unlike what we had, uh, or what I had personally, in between February and August last year. I was basically exclusively on a mobile network and had to deal with all of the challenges of being able to, get, to connect and dealing with uh, data throttling, data caps, and stuff like that. And so now, for some reason, he's 
dealing with the same thing, and I don't really know why. Um, something, I think, happened to the lion in their neighborhood, or I don't know. I would honestly need to talk to him to get the full story. And, uh, well, the funny thing is, actually, uh, he was trying to hop on Discord on mobile, but the uh, he has, like, two-factor authentication, and... I guess for some reason the keys are stored on his desktop version of Discord, so he can't get to that because that doesn't have internet or something. I yeah, I see a couple different ways around this, you know, he could maybe tether his phone if that works. If his phone doesn't work at all in terms of mobile data, then I guess there's no point, but anyway. I have no idea what's going on with him, and I'd really like to talk to him, but he's not probably not going to be here tonight. Um, so yeah, and the Nano's supposed to join us as well, but for some reason he was stuck in a game store? Who who goes to game stores anymore? Like, I mean, everything's kind of digital these days, I guess. But... Maybe he went to play video games. I don't know. To play video games? <laughs> the old ones! No, there was something... What was it, actually? There was a game that was coming out. Um, I don't remember what, though. I mean, I'm sure he'll tell us if he ends up arriving later tonight, but yeah. So I guess we'll see. Uh, it's a two-hour show, and we'll be here with some uh, new-ish music. Nothing that's, like, super new, except for, you know, the Blossom Nightfall stuff is new to the station, and then there's another circle that is going to be new as well. Uh, again, I'll tell you more about that later on. And yeah, so we'll uh, kind of hop into it uh, in just a second here. A bunch of new stuff with the station as well. Maybe you've noticed, maybe not, but uh, I have a new microphone, so that is also a thing. And we'll talk about, obviously that's going to be used for these shows, but it's going to be used for other things besides these shows, and I'll tell you more about that later on here. So uh, not to waste any time, let's get into a couple of songs here. Uh, we'll see if we can figure out what Nana's up to and get things squared away on our end. So this first one's going to be from Blast Out from Symphony. Uh, the artist is Noah, and then after that is something from Revolutionize Floor. It is an Amaterasu Records song. So we'll uh, start out with that tonight. We'll be right back here on Gensoki Radio Live number 76.
It's Kinsoki Radio Live number 76 tonight. And right now we've got Zara and Sassy with uh, with me as well tonight. So welcome back, and uh, we're about to get into some actual discussion here. Um, so I guess first and foremost, uh, we should talk about why our guest is here. Sassy is here. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't help but notice that your circle name, Blossom Nightfall, and Bobby's circle name, Frozen Starfall, are kind of similar. Like, you both, they both have fall in the name. Is there any particular reason for that? Well, I guess we made you fall for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I I see how this show is going to be for the rest of the night now. Like, this is this is the kind of thing that DMJ would say. Like, or or Nano, if he were more talkative on this show, would say stuff like that. But all right, all right. Um, so you started at quite a quite a young age. You said YouTube at twelve, which um, yeah. Uh, what did you do on on YouTube? Uh, was it just more? I guess singing, experimenting with songs. You're like, were you making like covers of things? How, how exactly did that go? Um, well, I started to upload some videos where I was standing in front of the camera and singing like Detective Conan songs. Ah, that's, <laughs> so, like, that's pretty cool, that's actually. Nice. Oh yeah, uh, I looked very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving around like like piece of wood. <laughs> um, then I started to um, gain friends like Muffin and Milky. I guess most of the people might know them from Frozen Starfall or Bubba's releases. Um, also Engel and with with this group, I um, I was recording many songs and meeting new people and just going on like in this group and with the time um, my fan covers just improved to the way they are right now okay cool so these days do you do anything outside of working with your circle or other circles like frozen starfall um, I'm working. I'm also working with um, Norovarita Night. Ah, yes, I, I've, I've heard of them as well. I really need to. Yes. I really need to get some of their material on here because um, it's a name that I keep hearing that I've definitely heard before, but I have just not taken the time to to look more into. So I need to do that. Cool. So it's it's Milky's Circle. Okay. The former uh, last dream is already. Abandoned, I would say, and she moved on with Noro Arita Night. Ah, uh, okay. Because I do have some things from last dream. Yeah, I saw. I saw that, <laughs> and you heard it. Yeah. Okay. So let's see, vocalist. Uh, what has the experience been like thus far working with uh, Bobby Music and Frozen Starfall? Because it, it sounds like, at least to me. There was a point in time where you were working mostly with them, and I think what happened a little bit after that is you started your own stuff, kind of. 
Is that mm -hmm. is, is that right? You you worked with them before you kind of started to branch out and do your own stuff. I mean, aside from the stuff on YouTube, I mean. Um. Yes. Um. Baba and. Uh, well, okay. Let's restart. <laughs> <laughs> um. I always loved music back then and I always wanted to do my own music. So it was very interesting to get a song for myself that I that I'm capable to sing. <laughs> and after that I thought I also want to do my own music with other people to give them this joy I felt the time back then to create a whole new level for myself. Awesome. And I, I definitely think you've done that uh, with working with uh, both Frozen Starfall and with your own circle. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to be part of an effort. That is to say, like, to be a vocalist in the work that someone else is kind of putting together um, in, in Frozen Starfall's case. Uh, Bobby is the arranger, whereas you're the vocalist, and then of course there's other people aside from that involved. Uh, but with your circle, I think what I get from that, and of course correct me if I'm wrong, is that you kind of try to do more of that arrangement yourself. Is is that kind of what that's more geared towards? Um... Like, you kind of play the role of arranger more, um, and as well as doing some vocals for Blossom Nightfall. Yeah, I'm mostly the arranger for my circle because I I wanted to mix different styles of voices into my um, music because it's I think it's just boring to have one voice over and over and over again for myself. That was something I criticized for. Uh, yeah, and uh, back and then. And if we look at some of the track lists, there's a lot of uh, guests that you have on as well. You know, there's there's Milky Chan. There's I'm just looking at uh, some of your works here. There's Muffin, which personally, if I had a Muffin that could sing, I would totally make my own circle. Um, I that <laughs> that needs to be heard. Um, there's other names that I'm not quite familiar with, like there's Bell, there's Naya, Saku, uh, Shisuka, Soul, um, a bunch of different names on here who. I'm sure you probably ran into in kind of your own way, um, much like how you and Babe sort of, I think, if I recall the story from him, because we've had him on the show too, he said it was that you two had met through like a German uh, forum or something like that. Is that right? Mm. Or, or it no, might, have, I... might have been someone else, because wor he works with uh, plenty of people too, so. Well... The most decisions are made by me for the vocalists for Bubble. <laughs> to be honest. I, I'm, I'm noticing people criticizing my pun in chat, in Discord, and hey, this is going to be that kind of show, so get used to it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, yeah, right. So, and then after that, gosh, uh, it's some... It's interesting because I didn't realize how many albums you had until I actually went out and looked for myself. You, it seems you've been doing this for 
longer than I realize. And I, I think, yeah. I feel like you've been singing as a, as a more of a dedicated vocalist for longer than than that, I guess, which would fall in line with you having worked with Frozen Starfall uh, for longer. But anyway, so what do you feel more comfortable with? Do you feel more comfortable being a vocalist or as an arranger at this point in time? Mm, I, I guess it's uh, being a singer because singing was something that um, helped me a lot through bad times and also arranging but sometimes arranging needs ideas <laughs> and sometimes you just lack of ideas so singing doesn't lack from ideas you can always express yourself so i guess i'm more comfortable to be a singer nowadays yeah and and that's what i was guessing too because you've been singing for much longer than doing the more technical arrangement uh, part of it. Um, when I first listened to some of the works from from Blossom Nightfall, uh, it reminded me a lot of some other circles earlier works. Uh, the one that obviously pops into my mind is Komeiji Records, just because I've talked a lot with them. I'm more familiar with the broad range of their works. Um, from the very like early stuff to some of their latest stuff and like I think in terms of arrangement I feel like you're kind of somewhere in the middle of that um, which isn't a bad thing it's uh, like it's, it's interesting because when I listen to a lot of the work that you've done it reminds me of, of their work and they and, and you of course have sort of have a lot of the technical details down like you you kind of get what music's supposed to sound like um the, the there's a clear progression um this is all like really interesting because um last semester in class i took a music theory course and so now i, I kind of think of music in a slightly different way than i did before and i i kind of notice the similarities um so that's that's interesting um but i also feel like as for the the vocal part on a lot of your songs sounds distinctly different than when you do vocals for other circles like frozen starfall um is that like something that you're trying to do differently with your circle to kind of like set yourself apart from their circle um i think so yes okay because it's it's really like it's it's i can't describe it very well um but I just noticed that it's it's different and not 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 a bad way or anything. It's just um, it's like a, a lot of songs have a very like square organized way of of doing their lyrics and their their vocals and kind of where that's placed throughout the music. But uh, and I'll I'll actually play something later on here. Um, not the next set, but the one after that. Uh, I picked out a song called Autumn Falls from Blossom's Night EP. Um, oh, yeah. So I picked that one um, just because, uh, I don't know, I think that's a good example of what I'm talking about. And so we'll kind of get more into what I'm talking about there. Um, now, there's another reason why we kind of have you here on the show, um, which we'll get into in a later break here. But is there... Anything that you have, because um, I, I think a lot of our listeners kind of know who you are at this point and have heard uh, your work both on other circles as well as your own. 
Um, but what do you see yourself doing in the future here? Like, what does your future look like? That, that is a very good question. Um, I've struggled very hard with the community a bit because sometimes it's really hard to get your work noticed for everything you paid your time with on and uh, to go on and on and um i'm so sorry it's so late my brain isn't working properly it's, it's uh it, it's almost yeah it's after midnight in germany just for people fine, out there yeah. <laughs> so we're very aware and that's all that's all fine and good um so i really don't know if i will continue to make toe music uh for it is right now okay and we'll we'll talk more about uh, why that might be the case in a later break here. All right. Uh, after that, I mean, we have some other topics here we can go through, but we're kind of heading up towards the end here of this break. Um, there is another circle that we noticed that published before C95. It is uh, they published an album called Violetium Three. It's uh, kind of interesting. Um, and I need to confirm the, yeah, it's, uh, Mattholia, like, Matt, Mattthol, Mattheola Records. It's a new name, still working with it, uh, but the circle's from Shanghai, China, which is interesting, because I'm not currently aware of any other circles in China. I'm sure there are, actually. Uh, there, there actually is one other circle I am aware of. Um, can't think there of it right now. There are plenty, but until you... Once you leave, uh, once you leave the safe Chinese haven of Baidu, they're few and far between. Uh -huh. Like they don't really, they don't typically interact outside the Chinese community. I see. Yeah. So there, there's that. Um, and it's interesting because I found them because they created a Twitter account two days ago, but they've been doing other work. Um, this is Violetium Three is the third of a series, and they have uh, clo probably close to a dozen albums at this point so they've been around for a while we're just discovering them now and uh so our next song is an interesting song it's um i think dmj would have something to say about this because it sounds much like works outside of toho fanworks yet you can still hear the melody in this song and i think since dmj is not here i'm gonna kind of speak for him um not to put words in his mouth or anything but I think he would say something like, because um, I, I know he's talked about how songs that just sort of throw the melody in um, are almost lazy in a way because they they don't build from the melody or they they like I mean it's but this is I don't know it's somehow different I'm gonna play this for you so you know what I mean uh, it sounds different it sounds like it should belong in like a like a more mainstream electronic album or something. I don't quite... Yeah, I was going to say, we could discuss this later on because this is something that I punch a lot of... Uh, this is something that I uh, hit a lot of um, mainstream, well, more mainstream as far as Two Who goes. Yeah. Um, more popular electronic artists. I regularly hit them for this all the time. So Zara, not even you know what I'm talking about right now. So I'm going to play this. You can listen to this yourself as we go here. Uh, so this... Next one is called Prague Dances from Violetium 3, and then after that is something from uh, Tomb and Echo. 
So look forward to that, and this is Gensoki Radio Live number 76.
Willkommen zu Gensokyo Radio Live, 6, Nummer 76. Und ich gebe weiter an die Kollegen. <lacht> Hi, ich hoffe, ihr mögt die Show. Guten Tag. Was ist das? For anyone who doesn't know, like, Baba and Milky Chan have just joined and that could have literally been me, because no one, no one said, hey, we have a couple new people in the, in the room. Uh, yeah, so joining us tonight, uh, along with Sasi, we also have Babit and Milky Chan. Zara's still here, I'm still here. Nano presumably will be joining us in about five minutes. And this is Gensoki Radio Live number 76. So welcome. This room is now three-fifths German. It is. But that's okay. We <laughs> took over. We, what we need to do is we need to work on getting guests who can also speak Japanese. And what I mean by that is, like, in, instead of, I, I mean, like, having German vocalists, arrangers, is really cool. Like, people from the West, because that's one of the things we specifically really like to cover, is people who make this kind of material in the West. But there's so many people in the East, there's so many more people in the East, I should say, that, that do this. But it's really difficult to talk to any of them, um, especially on this program. So, anyway... That needs so, to so if you if you bring uh, if you bring more like Japanese guests onto the show, that that's when we might actually might actually go all the way and completely overthrow the station because it's like with the germ with the German audience, it's like I don't know, I don't really know German. I I know a few German people, but unfortunately, um, my uh, one of my friends who is in um, Stuttgart is now in the Bundeswehr, so I don't get to talk to him that much. But when if you bring along someone who actually like in is in the um, Japanese scene, that's that's when we might just start taking over the channel. Yeah. So, right. do you have any plans uh, about asking Japanese people? Well, we don't have any plans, but I mean, we do have some interesting connections, I guess, uh, that we didn't have last year. So it could happen. I think the challenge there becomes finding Japanese guests who can also speak English well enough to be able to to chat with us on this program. Cause that, yeah, otherwise that, you need to invite a translator and everything gets difficult. And and that doesn't really make for a very good show, I don't think. I mean, it's really it would be really interesting to have I, I don't know, uh, pick any Japanese artist or arranger. It'd be really cool to have them on the show. 
but if they if we can't have an effective conversation, much less have one that everyone else who's listening to the show can understand, then really what's the point? I mean, I think what you could do if if you did it that way, or if you had to have a translator, was it could be like an offline interview, something that's not live on the show, but we could still talk about it on the show. It would be cool, but not as cool to just have them on the show th themselves, so anyway. Unfortunately, I'm not good enough at Japanese yet to just conduct live on the spot interviews. And, I'll work on it. And translating is actually really difficult because it's um, like being a translator uses a different part of of your brain that like doesn't normally get used because you're think you're literally having to think in two different languages which can be difficult i i don't know who who am i to talk though i mean we have i think two or three bilingual folks on the show so lunar i think you're the only person in this chat who isn't bilingual i can speak i mean of okay so of the three languages that i would say i know a little bit of um obviously english is my native language but then I've been studying Japanese for almost 10 years at this point, so... Um, and then, if you want to go all the way back to high school, I guess Spanish, but... I don't know. Um, my my uncle speaks fluent Spanish, so... And so do several of their family members, but... Other than that, I don't really have a use for it. Um, the, the reason I've been able to hang on to Japanese so well is because I actually use it a fair amount to just run this station uh in in terms of like if you were to read or if you were to learn kana on your own you know the hiragana and katakana characters um you could do that and i learned this back in 2009 2010 i think um but if you don't use it on a regular basis if you don't practice it you're gonna forget that information but i haven't because it actually helps me to know this stuff in order to read a lot of these songs um so it really comes in handy. Anyway, we went way off on a topic somehow. Um, so one of those songs was Prague Dance's, uh, again, uh, Violetium Violet 3, uh, Circle from Shanghai, China. And now we have a couple of people who are from a couple of other circles. Uh, Frozen Starfall, of course. Uh, Baba, we've mentioned your circle on here um, earlier this show. And then we have Milky Chan, who we've never talked to before. So welcome. It's nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> uh, you said there- oh, and I see Nano there. Um, I'm just gonna- he's- he's fine. Hi, Nano. Yes, it is I. Hello. Uh, how, how's it going? We are now equal parts, um, native English and native German speaking. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. The no. rain's almost over. The- the what? The rain? Oh, oh yeah, we got rain. Uh, so I was at the game store, and then we had a, a nice little rainstorm for a little bit for like a good 45 minutes, so I stayed back. So, what's everyone up to? I'm guessing we're not live right now? No, we are live. Oh, hi. <laughs> you joined at the perfect time to, to excellent to hi to everyone, and yeah, uh, it's good. So, yeah, um, I'm just going through things we've talked about, things we haven't talked about. You know, you, you, we're all here, and uh, it is actually the perfect time to talk about Countries and listeners. So here are the people who <laughs> we have listening to me. Uh, we have people from all over the place. We have listeners from Australia, Belgium, Canada, Chile, Croatia, Finland, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Poland, 
Portugal, Russia, South Africa, Sweden, Switzerland, the UK, and the US. Tons of people listening tonight. Um, of the people who have registered an account, uh, there's obviously far more people than this listening, but we have Andromus, Anseriform, Bryn, uh, Draconic, Kagechi, Mr. EAD, Mr. Sketchy Etchy, Sue Tempest, Zas2, Astro Ninja 1, Can't Find Remote, Chris 1, David with the 5, General Coolman, Ma, just, just M-A-H, uh, that's a new one for me, uh, Ninfreak, um, RGM, and 6A. RGM, for some reason, used their email as their username. Might want to change that. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. If you're not with us already in Discord, uh, you can join us on discord.gg gr. That is Gensokyo Radio, which is the station you're listening to right now. Anyway, but on a more serious note, though, some things that we really want to talk about during this uh, this break. Uh, there was a there was a moment, there was a conversation, not really a conversation. There was a, almost like a rant, I guess, that uh, we noticed Saucy kind of saying, "Ah, girl, I'm angry at the world," and of course it hit Twitter, and we saw it. So did a bunch of other people. Um, but what was what was so frustrating? What was going on? Tell us more about that. Um. I was just really angry because, um, well, you know, you know all of these kinds of uploaders nowadays who upload work of other people to support them. Mm-hmm. That's something I really appreciate. I think it's a very cool idea to support your artist with sharing them on your account. And if you're really supporting them, that's really great. But there were uh, there was an issue where I found out that some of them just took took over the whole channel for themselves. So the subscribers they gained through the work of others um, were now their their audience for their talent or anything. They just switched their whole channel and their content and that made me really angry yeah so you know this is something that i think a lot of our listeners are aware of um if uh you're talking specifically about people on on youtube i think right right so uh one of the like we actually ran a survey last year and one of the questions was how like how do you how have you heard about the the music or how do you learn like how do you get your news that kind of thing a lot of people said youtube because youtube for a long time or basically as long as toho music has been around has been a really decent way to discover what's out there for people because people are already on the youtube platform and the youtube will just sort of recommend other songs in this uh you know it'll just continue to you, you can hit play next for basically ever, and if you're trying to listen to Toho music or if you're just wanting to know what's out there, it's a decent way to do it. The issue becomes uh, that a lot of people upload other people's songs to their channels, and uh, you know, if like if they've supported them and they're properly credited, then it might be less of an issue, but there are uploaders out there that Uh, will upload and either like I mean really egregiously some will put like monetizing like advertising on it so that they actually profit from it um, or they will 
not credit the artists um, correctly. Or uh, a lot of people, a lot of uploaders, uh, I'm not going to mention specific names, although I'm sure people out there can come up with their own. Um, some people will like put the artist down because you think like typical Western albums have like, you have a song title, you have the artist of that track, and then you have the, the album name. Um, but what they're missing is the circle name because they don't understand that the circle name is effectively like the band name. You know, if, if I had a, a folder full of, of Toho music and just had all the albums in one folder, that would be really disorienting because, you know, how would I find anything? Uh, the, the, the circle name is like a band name. If you had an album from, like, Backstreet Boys and you didn't have the band name somewhere in there, you just have to like, oh well, what what's this? Let's take a listen. Oh well, maybe once you learn, you know, listen to them, you can recognize them like that. You know, I that kind of thing would happen if I were to listen to anything from Frozen Starfall or, um, gosh, like Tokyo Active Neats or Iosis or you know, like some circles have a distinctive sound. But for anyone who's discovering the music who's not familiar with it, that's a really important detail. Um, and beyond that, uh, the other main problem is people become more interested in going back to that YouTube channel to discover this other music or to listen to this other music, and they just kind of completely circumvent finding the the artist that makes more of that content that they like. You know, the if, if they like going to a YouTube channel where um, they tend to upload more of, uh, say, songs that Sassy has sung. Um, that's cool that they're listening to that and that they're discovering it, but what's not so cool is that, you know, how, what, what bridges the gap between discovery on YouTube and going to, say, their, their Bandcamp page or, or whatever, like, um, a lot of times that just doesn't happen. Pe people out there are more interested in just YouTube, 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 and staying on that, that platform and not kind of going outside of that, so... So it's just lazy convenience for the most part. Yeah. And people will will do that because that's what people do. People are lazy and uh, if it's available on YouTube, then I mean, the harsh reality is people are just less inclined to spend money on on stuff. Um, so I remember when we had Seismics on the show one time, uh, he mentioned that there was a song uh, he has a couple of songs that are kind of outside of his album set, but like one's Crazy Diamond and the other is something else. It, it's probably more popular than that one. Uh, but anyway, um, and he said, yeah, I've got this on my official YouTube channel, but then there's another person out there that's got like an Osu playthrough and that has like a, a zillion views compared to my measly 2000 or whatever. Like there's no comparison. It's the people who have the more popular channels that will get the more more of the views, and even if it's not their work. So the artist, in particular is kind of notorious for doing that too. The artists kind of get left behind, yeah. So I don't know. Like, obviously you don't you don't feel great about it, but what are what are some solutions to that? Like, what what do you think could be done or changed, or if anything, or if you just want to rant some more? I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what what are your thoughts on this? Um, the first thing is um, that these people should not use their channel for their own stuff and delete the stuff 
they uploaded before before of that <laughs> because that was the main issue with that so, so this person or more people just delete the work and the content they made before of before they made their own content on the same channel so they used the popularity they gained through other people for themselves i see so they're they're using other people's work to signal boost their own work cuz yes. cuz inside of inside of that discovery they're sure learning about these other circles but then they're like well hey here's my stuff too listen to that you know and it just kind of becomes part of all of it i think so I, yeah, I, and also yeah, I can yeah. see how that'd be frustrating. And also, it's it's like um, this person gained so much popularity and sang for other people out there who make who do arrangements. And you're more like here, hey, yeah, I I do exist, and also Milky does exist. Yeah. Like we we don't get. Uh, how how can I say that, Milky? Can you help me? Uh, you mean exposure or...? Yes. Um, speaking of that, um, <clears throat> the issue is also kind of... Um, it's just like... It's not the problem of like moving on to something. Like if you're a fan and you want to create or original content by any means, that's wonderful, do it, it's a great thing, but... Um, the way some people have done it uh, is just very questionable, especially when they end up doing it for profit, which is like the worst aspect of the thing that makes people angry. Um, because like um, there are so many ar arrangers, <laughs> arrangers and Utaita who start out and they like they spend years, years upon years building their community trying to get opportunities and then someone who basically gained all their exposure through other artists just turns it around uses their use it use that <laughs> for their profit and um, yeah it obviously makes people angry and the thing is that fans will not question it because their thought process especially when they don't know what it takes to like the work it takes to create something they would just think uh yeah hey they make own content now that's cool and they would just think it's cool and then support the person because to them it seems like a great thing which is understandable because they don't like question it they don't uh, think about how it was done Right. So, just, I guess, to be clear, it is the combination, like, so channels uploading works to, to share them, helps with discovery, but the problem arises when the channel begins to try to promote their own work um, sort of on the coattails of the popularity or the success of um, other people's work that they also have on that same channel. Is, is that more or less what like how what you're saying here? Do you think? I, I say that. Yeah, I guess that like it's not bad to promote that you do stuff, but 
just like neglecting everything you've done before and um, treating it like it, not, it never happened is a problem. Wait, so because are, are people deleting works? Yes. Oh, interesting. That's what happened. They deleted everything they promoted ever. So they're they're and just, just kind of. They're just so they, so these channels are uploading others' works, getting viewers, getting subscriptions, and then after that, removing that stuff and doing like what what is it like a bait and switch? Like they're they're removing that content and they're putting their own content there, but they still have the subscriptions that they had before, and so the discovery process is gone. Like they're if they go back to that that video to view it again. It's not going to be there, it, and it's on their channel, just going to have their own stuff. Is that is that what we're saying here? Because that yes. is that is exactly that is completely new to me. That is awful. Holy well, cow! The others, the other side of this is that a lot of these, um, a lot of these YouTube uploaders who have just made their entire time, their entire name on YouTube, uploading other people's works, they don't really have much of a future going on YouTube as more as these, um, as more and more of these like actual creators start making their way onto the platform. So some people in chat are also talking about a, a recent wave of deletions, and I actually. Uh, found someone on on Twitter, someone else on Twitter, who was talking about this a little bit. Um, they said, "Oh man, you just heard how a few Toho music uploaders were recently taken down. Um, they were looking through their liked videos and their music playlists and stuff, and there's just a bunch of deleted videos." Um, yeah, this is uh, California Zero on Twitter. Toho Music has been pretty special to me. These uploaders have been around for many years. Some of them not even being active anymore, but having stuff from maybe six or more years ago, it was a way for me to discover different artists and listen to nice stuff. And then I, I of course, I chimed in and say, hey, we're around, we're still active. But the, the point remains, like, there are channels that have been around for a while, and it's, it's, um, th there are channels who don't do this this bait-and-switch thing that I'm just learning about, like, holy cow. But there are actual channels out there who are just trying to, to share the material. Um, and that's, I guess, not, not as bad. Like, y you guys, it sounds like, are more okay with that than this other sort of dirty tactic that we're, we're hearing about. Um, if they are crediting the works, of course, it's all right. Sure. But... If they uh, just delete the videos afterwards, is it's disrespectful. That is, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, right, so, man. Uh, so I'm not, okay, so going back to what people were saying in chat, I'm not sure why um, or what the recent wave of, of deletions or channel removals is about. Um, I honestly don't pay that close attention to what goes on on YouTube. But um, you, the YouTube algorithm will just kind of do what it does, and no one is really safe. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think people can flag videos kind of at will, and the the system is what it is. It, it's, YouTube. YouTube is, shoots first and asks questions later. It's a system run by bots. I mean, it ha kind of has to be at this point, but it also it's just not as personable. It you know stuff like that'll happen. Um. Now, I guess we're kind of towards the end of this break here, but uh, just to, in contrast, I, there, there are three different 
things that I'm going to mention here. There, there's the uh, channels upload on YouTube, others works, and they credit them properly, and they're titled correctly, and all this stuff, and that is generally okay, as uh, Bobby has said, as, as uh, some of the artists here have said. Um, generally. Now, there are some exceptions, depending on if you're uh, an artist or a circle that doesn't particularly want that to happen. Um, I think uh, going back a year or two ago, I think Akatsuki Records was one of the circles that said, hey, um, please don't do this. <laughs> um, but on the other side of that, people on YouTube are doing this terrible thing uh, where they're using other people's works to signal boost their channel and then remove that content and replace that content with their own works to try to get their stuff more popular. It's kind of like trying to find a shortcut um, instead of going through that initial, I'm going to make an album, I'm going to start making music uh, as an artist or a circle or, or whatever. And then you have to figure out a way to get that out in front of people. You talk to a bunch of people, you try your hardest on uh, platforms like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And you, you just you do the thing to try to get it in front of people so that people learn about it. Um, and you're doing that faithfully for your own work. That's what a lot of these circles that we're here right now with um, did. They had to go through that process. Um, what people are doing on YouTube is they're trying to find a shortcut. They're trying to find a way around that where they will upload, say, these, these fine folks' works and then one day remove them, replace with their own content. They still have the subscribers. They still get the, you know, a similar amount of attention that they did before, but the content's all different. That is bad. Um, I don't. I don't think there's any good thing about that. <laughs> that is just bad. It's a shortcut, and you're not being honest. Uh, you're also deceiving anyone who's following your channel because they're gonna be like, "Whoa, what the heck? What is this stuff? I don't know." That um, kind of segues into what I want to talk about. Is that I think that um a lot of the um a lot of people who are subscribed to these channels once they realize that um, this kind of thing has happened, and once they realize that the content that's coming out is very different from the content they're used to listening, the content that they like, uh, I think a lot of, a fair amount of people will just naturally jump ship. And I believe that the, um, I believe that the whole thing with kind of the more shady YouTubers doing this is a natural consequence of more and more circles hopping onto the YouTube train, realizing YouTube exists, there's an audience for it, more actual creators coming onto YouTube, bringing their stuff with them, and kind of making these YouTube rippers, uploaders more more and more obsolete by the day. That is, that is true. Um, there are, I mean, I guess this is a little bit of a tangent, but there are are bigger creators that are known from, say, television networks. Adam Savage has, like, his tested channel on YouTube that sort of, um, you know, I, I guess a lot of people would go onto YouTube and watch things like Mythbusters, which is a Discovery Channel thing, and you're not supposed to do that. But what Adam does is he actually uploads content, original content, from his workshop or wherever to his YouTube channel, and, like, that's, that's totally cool. And more... I, it's kind of neat, like, more people would probably pay attention to that because it's newer, it's current, um, it's a different way to sort of hear from him. Like, that's really neat. And there's lots of other people out there that do that too. So, that's really neat. Um, what I wanted to do, or what I wanted to kind of go off of, like, we had the first and the second, but what's the third? The third 
Um, and what makes it relevant to us is where, like, obviously, Gensoki Radio is a different platform, but kind of where do we fall on that spectrum? We play music at random. We don't let people request. It's not an on-demand system. Um, and we, of course, have pages for all the albums and circles, and we credit everyone, and we do our best to make sure that the song information is updated and accurate. Um, so what do you, how does our platform compare to what's going on on YouTube? I just want to hear your take on this. Um, um anyone. <laughs> at, at first, it's not like you use the work of other people to gain your own popularity out of it. I hope so. <laughs> Right. You're doing this to show the people new uh, new circles, new music, and you always remember the uh, remind the people that you're just showing this to them. That that supporting is your content. Right. Okay. Well, cool. Because that's also very close to the way I see it, which is great because. Yeah, I've been running the station for a good seven, eight years almost at this point, and it has kind of been, from the very get-go, a way for people to discover music that they perhaps haven't heard before, um, away from some of the more mainstream circles. Now, obviously, we have a lot of those on here, but we have some circles that people maybe haven't heard of before. You know, we just discovered a new one a couple days ago. We're going to go... Th I, I bought their album for 800 yen, and I'm going to go through that and... and see what I like, what I don't like, and, and share more of that with people as time goes on. Um, so that's just part of what we do. Uh, yeah, and, and the other thing is, well, people might look at it and say, well, uh, sure, there, there's a station, but they all they also like sell t-shirts, mugs, they, we, we as creators behind the station, we always like say, we try to segment ourselves from the station as the people behind the station run Lunar Spotlight Media, and that's supported by a Patreon thing. And that's because, uh, separate from the station, like, the shirts and the mugs support the, the server, the station, like, it, it, it costs, like, I'm, I'm not gonna give an exact number, I'm gonna say it's at least $300 a year, um, to run the station, the server, and all of that stuff. Uh, it, in reality, it's more than that, because there's also, like, domain name costs, and we have a P.O. box that we have to pay for, and, and all this other stuff, so, like, that's just, it kind of, it's not, it's free for everyone to listen to, but not free to run, if that makes sense. So, like, that's why that's there, and I think most people are understanding and, like, well, okay, you know, they kind of have to stay alive somehow. Um, but the other thing is, uh, is the Patreon, as creators behind the station, and I'm, I'm saying this, and I'm actually realizing that I forgot to mention some folks, so I'm going to do that now. Uh, we we have a lot of folks out there supporting. Uh, Zeranik Wanamingo, uh, new supporter, uh, Gcubed64, thank you out there. General Coolman, Nose Owner, Mr. Sketchy, G Kagero Days, Arani and Kisone Kinoma, and a bunch of other people out there too. Um, they help support the creators behind the station. And uh, yeah, it, it's out there, um, but I, 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 I'm not trying to like jam this into our conversation. I just literally forgot to mention the names. Uh, anyway, um, so we have that out there too, and I'm, I'm going to talk more about, like, 
content that we produce on our own, like of our own accord. These shows are one of those things. We do a two-hour show every month that takes somewhere between 20 to 30 man-hours every month to do these shows. Um, and we're going to be doing more original content um, outside of these shows and outside of this, well, I guess technically still part of the station. We're, we're going to be publishing it through the station, but it's still all our own content. We're... Um, I'm going to tell you more about that in, in our next break here, so hang on to that thought. Uh, right, so with that, actually, I'm going to hop into a couple of songs. Um, I mentioned to Saucy earlier that we have a couple, uh, or we have at least one song from uh, Blossom Nightfall. This is Autumn Falls from Blossom's Night EP. After that, um, one of my personal favorites from Frozen Starfall, Way of Life, the uh, the Nato remix. It, honestly, a couple years ago... Um, well, I'll tell you more about that after this. Uh, this is Autumn Falls. We'll be right back here on Gensoki Radio, live number 76. Schönsten ist Herzlichen 
Hey, it's Gensoki Radio Live number 76. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We've still got uh, Babe, Sasi, Milky-chan, Nano, and Zara with us tonight. I am Zara. I'm not Zara. I'm Lunar. <laughs> I am now Zara. Wow. He's taking over. <laughs> I'm taking over. I'm too, I'm too sick to go on. Just take over my body. <laughs> uh, what? Okay. Um... No, we don't have to. We don't have to answer that question. Um, someone keeps bugging me in chat. Uh, yes, I have a new microphone. What kind is it? Is the question they keep asking. Uh, this is an AT2035 from Audio Technica, and uh, it replaces my old XM1800S microphone, which is the microphone I've used for the majority of our live shows. Believe it or not. So this is a uh, very big difference um, overall. Just historically, I've used a stage microphone because it's a Super cartered microphone, it blocks out a lot of the sort of spare sound. Um, the trick with this is that it's a condenser microphone, it picks up a lot more, and uh, so I have to be a little more careful with the environment that I'm sitting in. It tends to bounce off the walls more and it picks up that sound. Um, so yeah, uh, so we're here now with this microphone and it'll improve once I figure out how to like tune this room a little better. Because that's the thing I have to pay attention to now. But uh, there, there's your answer, fellow listener on the Discord at discord.gg slash gr. We have about half an hour left in the show. Um, we had about a five-minute uh, false start, so we're going to go a little longer than the posted show time. That does happen sometimes. Um, so let's uh, let's cover this. Why, why, why do I have a new microphone and what's it going to be used for? Um, well... Kind of what I mentioned during our last break before we broke into the music. Uh, I've, we've got some new material that we want to put out through GR uh, as the platform. Uh, <clears throat> Zara, I'm going to ask you this question. How long ago was it that uh, you and DMJ were going to put out a podcast? Uh, I, I lad, I don't remember that anymore because DMJ has kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of what we've been mentioning tonight. I internet issues of some sort don't really know the whole story we'll learn when we learn when we know more uh the florida motor company is holding him hostage uh, it could be i mean yeah uh so you know it's very possible i might beat him to the punch and i'm gonna make my own podcast and before you say well this is never gonna happen much like what dmj unfortunately has done honestly i think he can do it he just needs to sit down and you guys need to do the thing with with two minds, I think you've got this. You and maybe even have internet. You, and maybe you have internet, and you you definitely have the personality for it between you two. So that's not going to be a problem. Um, but basically, like towards the beginning of this year, I sat down and I was like, okay, well, what is something new I can do with the station? So I sat down, and I wrote something close to forty different show topics that I could do for a podcast on its own. Um, some topic, I'm not going to list the topics because that would be telling, but uh, a lot of the topics are things that we've maybe talked on the show about before. Um, just like, it, and there's a clear difference between doing a live broadcast, which is what this is, even if you're listening to it, uh, a recording of it on Mixcloud or whatever pl platform out there, um, this is broadcast live. So there's zero editing. Uh, if we flub something up, like me introducing myself as Zara. I always have some weird example. I introduced myself as Zara. I can't go back and fix that. That's on the record. Like, that's there. It's out there. And it's not going away. Um, podcasts, on the other hand, are more structured, more 
thought through, edited, all, you know, like, and, and some people mistakenly call their broadcasts podcasts, but that's not what they are. If it's broadcast live, if it has no editing, you don't even have the chance for editing. It's like a live stream at that point. It's a broadcast. It is not a podcast. You can maybe call it, you can maybe claim it's a podcast if it's a recording of a broadcast, but like, I don't know, whether it's a semantic thing or, or whatever, I call these broadcasts because that's what they are, and the podcasts are going to be actual true-to-life podcasts. So, and I, I don't imagine they're, they're definitely not going to be as long as these shows. They could be as short as like half an hour, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, uh, depending on the topic, and uh, we're going to sort of take these like take this opportunity to to drill down into topics on a deeper level that we have maybe mentioned on the show before but maybe haven't had as much time to talk about or maybe there's something that we wanted to talk about or mention during a live show but that we just forgot about or didn't have time for or something so that's what that's going to be and it'll be released through the Zoki radio platform um if you don't already know, the live shows, um, the recordings are hosted on GensokiRadio.net. Um, there are some out there on, on Mixcloud as well, but that's not as updated um, as of this show. <clears throat> but um, And then I'm going to try to get it out on other platforms, um, just listing so that it's out there in front of people and people can listen to it. Um, and it's going to cover things about the station, things about the, the music that we cover, things about the people we talk to, um, the events that we've been to, um, you know, it's like, there's gonna be a combination of like, sort of a behind the scenes at GR, but also sort of a more generalized things, like topics that are just more relevant to the station overall. Uh, I'm gonna put this out, if someone wants to start up a forum topic, because I haven't done so yet, or maybe I'll do it after this show, um, if you have any topics that you want us to, to cover or talk about, you're like, well, I've always been curious about this thing, uh, let us know. And, you know, maybe we'll actually take some time to write up a thing and talk about it proper. Because that's going to be a thing, and, um, well, now we've, we're basically all set for it. We have everything we need to do so. We've got a place to host it. We've got really good recording equipment. Um, myself, Nano's got good stuff. I think DMJ was working on his microphone. I know Zara's got a great microphone. If it's not going to be just me, I think initially it'll probably just me, but if I wanted to invite other people on, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really good. So stay tuned for that. And again, let us know if you have any uh, ideas for topics. We have plenty ourselves. We have like 40 of them. And if we, even if we do like, uh, if we release like one to two a month or something, uh, maybe one and a half or like some months one, some months two, uh, the scheduling, I guess, is, we'll figure that out. But uh, yeah, um, just uh, let us know. Um, we're, we have our own topics to last for like one to two or more years. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on that, Zara? Cause, cause again, you were thinking about doing a broadcast yourself, a podcast. So I would just love to have something to, something else to do here in this, uh, station. Yeah. Agreed. It's just, actually, yeah. It, it'd just be great to have um, have a sort of like outlet for a lot of the things that we want to talk about, but don't get around to on the show just because of the time constraints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And you know, maybe if if DMJ doesn't feel confident enough to like constant or consistently release his own show, 
you guys could could funnel into just the the greater like GR podcast. Yeah, and it'd be it would be, I think it would be beneficial for um everyone if um we could just kind of like even it's like the sort of thing that we do here with the live show where we kind of bring in guests but we don't really have a lot of time to talk about like we cover a lot of topics and we don't have a lot of time to just kind of dive into one and i think a sort of um a sort of show like a regular show would be good for that where we just kind of bring one person and just have sit down and talk about one or two things instead of kind of broadly having to cover a bunch of different bases and then talk about supporters and then talk about all this other stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, I, I totally agree on basically all those points, just something that's a little more, we sit down, it's a little more structured and we have the actual ability to edit versus these shows. These shows are really fun because we can interact with the community. Um, podcasts, we wouldn't really be able to do that as much. But these seem like more casual, seem like more of like a casual conversation, sort of, hi there, it's nice to meet you, mm-hmm. it's great. Well, and it's, it's like, we don't really talk seriously about some of the topics in the community. Especially on, on these live shows, and especially on your end, because uh, just for context for everyone else out there, uh, essentially during these shows, I'm the audio engineer, I have a mixer in front of me, and I'm controlling the levels of the music and the levels of all the voices out there. And uh, so no one else in the Discord chat hears the music, but only I do. Uh, and in order for them to hear what I hear, they have to listen to the recording or or the live show like everyone else. So that's just how it is. <clears throat> uh, all right. So that's cool. We got some stuff on the horizon. And you know, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about. And we'll take a look at those topics and see where it goes from there. Uh, more incoming soon. I actually wanted to like try putting out something this month, but um, we've had uh, we've had a couple of special projects behind the scenes that we that they they popped up and we have to work on them and they're kind of time time sensitive. Um, it's also that those special projects are the reason why um, Toho Top 100 Songs for 2018 hasn't been published yet. I have the list. I just haven't been able to put it together because my attention is elsewhere. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, uh, the, uh, the the library is something that we started filtering, like the new library in, in back in November. We completed it earlier this month, so we have all of those songs. Um, just actually, it might, might be a little interesting uh, if I can find that tab. But uh, we went through, um, again, not, not specific numbers, but we went through over 10,000 songs, and we kept about 11.5% of them. Uh, and those songs are going to be what goes into the new library on the station. Um, that I, sounds like that sounds like the stuff that's in my library versus what I actually send to you. Yeah, uh, there is. So there's a lot of material out there, and there are new circles out there. Um, there is material that hasn't been on the station in a long time. Um, let's see if I can find some examples here. Um, like I think Seventh Heaven Maxian has been off the station for a long time. Um, uh, gosh, I mean, there, there's just so many other circles. Uh, Tam Music, I think, we kind of, I mean, he has a ton of material. It's just incredible. Um, Tash Music Circle, Ten and Gemini, I think we have a little bit of stuff up there. Um, not sure if we have, 
like Unlucky Morpheus, if you guys are aware of that or have heard of it. Um, we have some material internally of Undead Corporation. Unfortunately, none of it survived the filter. So every, there's some people out there who are going to hate me for that, but that's what it is. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, some circles did really well in terms of the, the filtering process. So uh, Accord on Codes is actually, I think, some of the material that we've been listening to in the background tonight. Uh, they have, we don't actually have a whole lot of their material, but it basically all went up because it's, it's really cool. I love Accord on Codes. They do a great job of calming me down. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, new music going up, um, the sort of the roadblocks for that, the reason why it's not up there yet is because there are a couple things we have to do. We have to um, ingest any brand new music that has never hit the station and is therefore not in the database. Uh, so we have to make sure that it's in the database so that when we upload it, it is able to see it and then populate it in the station playlist and then it plays on the station. Um, at a very high level, that's how that works. It's more complicated than that, but that's basically uh, what we have to do, aside from um, normalizing it and uploading it and all that stuff. So uh, just more stuff that's kind of sitting there on the table. Um, we're very much aware that it's there and needs to be done, but this other time-sensitive topic that uh, Nano and I have been working on for the last couple of weeks needs to be done first. Um, so yeah. And uh, I guess speaking of things that the community's been working on, um, over the last month we've had a couple of new editors on our Facebook fan group page. Uh, we put out a call out for anyone who is interested in becoming an editor over there. And if you're still interested in being an editor, we had, uh, we had a few people chime in. Uh, a couple of them made it, I think. And so I'm just gonna go ahead and put that in the info channel in GR. Uh, there is a form there that you can go and submit an application if you are interested. Uh, you do have to be on Facebook. I know Nano's not on Facebook, but uh, that is just where it is. So, yeah, uh, so we got that going. Yes, book face. Book face. Uh, we got more games and stuff coming up, and uh, that is something that came from the Toho Game Jam, but we'll talk a little bit uh, more about that after this. We've got a couple uh, more songs. Um, one of the things for the new library is we have some songs, some music that is older, but it's like, just hasn't been on the station for a while. It's not bad music. So we're like, we're, we don't specifically focus on only like the newest material and things. There's some older stuff out there. It's just still pretty decent. So, um, some, some of that's been included as well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. This is Tell Me the Rebellion from the album about a girl. After that is Ruler License from the album of the same name. And we'll be back right after that on Soki Radio Live number 76.
It's Kinsoki Radio Live number 76 tonight. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Once again, You're we welcome. are towards the end of the show. Nano is just really happy to be here. Uh, yes, I am happy. And being here is also there as well. Why? <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. All right. Give us a reason. Reason for... Is there a reason I shouldn't be happy? I don't know. No, the oh. reason why you are happy. <laughs> ooh. Ooh, I don't. Uh, mm. Ooh. Putting me on the spot. Let me let me contemplate an answer here. Let me deep dive my feelings for a moment. All right. You're supposed to have this ready now, though. No, no, I don't ever confront myself. I don't know the answer. <laughs> speaking I always run away from my problems. What's up? Speaking of feelings. That's an F. The theme of the most recent Toho Game Jam was life mm-hmm. and death. So that happened oh, last month, and there were a bunch of games that came out of that. Uh, if you don't know, the Toho Game Jam is put on by a different group. It's a biannual thing, happens twice a year. And so um, about a year ago, I participated in their very first one. Um, didn't in the second or third, but there are, was it something like uh, 32 fan games came out? And. It is uh, an event where programmers, artists, musicians all come together and they are given the theme and they don't know what the theme's going to be until it starts. And then when it starts, they have 72 hours to create a game. Um, so the theme was life and death and 32 games were made and there are a bunch of different uh, formats that the games are in. Uh, some, I think there's like one or two different um, VR Toho games that were made in 72 hours, like that's kind of cool. Uh, really want to try those out myself. But um, I'll give you a link in the info channel if you want to check this out in uh, Discord. That is discord.gg/gr. And uh, let's see. So far, they will have over a thousand ratings. You can vote for your favorites in various categories if you want to try them all out. It's a lot of games. Um, and of course, like just, they're all 72-hour games, so they're not that complex. Uh, if you're if you think that's going to be a lot to get through, you might spend like five or ten minutes on a game, maybe less, maybe more. But yeah, I think on average, that's about what I end up spending on uh, each game. Um, yeah, a bunch of ratings so far. You can rate on just the overall game, the gameplay, the overall concept, presentation, uh, how challenging the game was, um, if the game has like a story to it or how the writing was in it. Uh, and the use of the theme, of course, is another thing you can vote on. And they all get scored based on how people vote. Now, uh, you rate each category one to five stars, and then at the end, it, the system tallies them all up and you get rankings. And so, uh, last last year, when uh, when I was in the game, I was the, the lead guy. I, I think, actually, Fred, one of our moderators, ended up being, like, one of the the really essential programmers he like made sure that we all kind of knew what we were doing he packaged it all together and put it on the the platform um and it's still out there too somewhere if you want to check that out it, it was um had to do with gosh what was it uh the theme was lost when we were making ours anyway yeah bunch of them out there go check them out um a bunch of different formats and things um and like what some people end up doing is that's kind of like a precursor to making a game or something that's a little more complete for the uh, Reddit high side that happens later on in the year. So uh, that's usually like in the summer, like around July or something. I don't, I haven't actually checked um, if there's a date on that yet. There might be, probably is. <clears throat> so yeah, that's a thing. And then uh, one last thing here, 
kind of towards the end of the show here, but uh, there was a recent update to a fan-created product or project called uh, Lunatic Player. It was recently updated to include the Discord Rich Presence feature, so you can listen to Kinsoki Radio. Um, it's a, I think it's a Windows-specific application, and so you listen to the station that way. It'll actually update your status in Discord um, with something. I presume it's like the title of the song. Uh, I haven't tried it out myself yet, but it is out there, and if you use it or if you haven't used it and you want to check it out, it is free. Um, I'll go ahead and post a link up in, probably after the show here after that. So yeah. <clears throat> have, uh, have any of you, um, our, our guests who are still in chat here, we have Baba, Sasi, and uh, Milky-chan with us. Uh, any of you participated in, uh, in the Game Jam? Or, and I know the answer to this next one, or in Redditai Sai? Nope. Redditai yes. Okay. Yeah, Redditai Yeah, because I know. But actually, I've joined a game jam a few years ago, but oh, okay. I don't remember which one. It wasn't very good. Nah. <laughs> it it might have it might have been it might have been different than the uh, game jam uh, that these guys put on, because. I think the only their first one was January last year. So if it was a few years ago, probably with someone else, maybe. Right. Maybe you never know. Some people are just time wizards, okay? Yeah, it could oh. could be, or maybe it just feels like it was three years ago. Who knows? Yeah. So you know, everyone in in general chat, um, man, it's uh, it's been a pretty decent show overall. Um, I know, like. A lot of you are just kind of here to hang out, and that's cool. Uh, we got to talk with Saucy a bit more about kind of their their viewpoint and the things that are going on on YouTube, and we learned, like, we legitimately learned some things that kind of surprised me uh, this evening, so. And I'm sure it surprised a bunch of you out there as well, uh, just kind of what some people are doing on YouTube and uh, what not to do if you want to uh, share things with people yourself. Um, if you're if you're gonna be one of those people who's like, well, I I do it to promote the artists, or I I just want to like share this material with people, then you know that's that's one thing. Although you do kind of subject yourself to the potential on YouTube that someone at some point might uh, want it taken down, whether that's the official circle or artist, or if it just gets misflagged, eh, you're on the YouTube channel, so that's what you have to deal with. Um, I guess it's worth mentioning that on Gensoki Radio in the like eight-ish years or whatever that we've been operating, um, we have we have an open system for people to request that their uh, material get taken off of our station. Uh, it no one's ever used it. In fact, it's been quite the opposite. The artists that we have talked with, I'm literally we've got three of them in chat right now, uh, have never said, "Hey, I don't like what you're doing. Get your stuff off the station." And if that were ever to happen, like, sure, we'd be sad, uh, but we would do it because that's just the right thing to do. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, I think it's just the station overall. Uh, I'm tooting my own horn here, but is a really solid way to get that in front of people. And if, if people 
are used to using YouTube as a platform for discovering new music and they find that a lot of that stuff is taken off of YouTube due to all these shenanigans, whether it's a channel that decided to remove all the like Toho stuff that you wanted to listen to and replaced it with their own stuff, or if a channel just got taken down or something, or if it's not being updated anymore, or whatever the case is, Gensoki Radio is a way to discover the music, that kind of music out there. and. Um, you know, it's uh, it's the start of a new year, and I see ourselves not just uh, doing this music thing here, but we also are aiming to promote it just uh, at large as well. And that is kind of one of the things that we're working on behind the scenes. Not really something I can dive too much into in uh, in detail, but uh, I, I I will say this: um, if you are you know planning out your year. Maybe not lock it down so tightly that you can't go anywhere else that you might want to go. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. So thanks to Baba, Sasi, and Milky-chan for joining us. Um, it's been a good show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for being here. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I already established this. Okay. Yeah. You don't sound very happy, Nano. No, I'm always happy. Don't bully me. <laughs> Alright. Thanks everyone for listening to Security Live number 76. It has been a good one. We will see you next month. We might even talk to you, or you might hear us a little sooner than that if we uh, get our podcast thing figured out before Live number 77. Who's going to be on that one? You'll have to follow us to find out. We've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got all the regular stuff. Just find us out there, Gensoki Radio. And listen to GensokiRadio.net. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>